Hello, hello. My name is April Malone with Yes, I Work From Home, and this is the podcast. Today, I have Krisna Guyton with me from North Carolina. Uh, why don't you go ahead, Krisna? We actually have, we have tried this before. This is our yes. second round at this uh, podcast interview. So, Krisna, I feel like we've already gotten to know each other a little bit, but our uh, listeners haven't. So, why don't you go ahead and let us know what you're doing, uh, who you are, and where you've come from. Absolutely. It's great to be back. Seriously, it really is good to be back. Um, but my name is Krista Guyton. I am a wife. I have three children and I run a company that specializes in giving parents back time, my parenting partners. Um, so I started out as a nurse um, working at, and um, oh, let's see. I've worked in uh, long-term care facilities. I've worked in um, primary care practices, neurology um, practices. I've done it all when it comes to nursing. And somewhere along the way, it became to be a little bit more draining um, of my time and my energy. And I felt that I was giving a lot of me to my career and my family was really getting what was on the back burner and, and right. what was left of me. And, um, that really didn't help me to feel good at all. And so I, you know, I tried to brainstorm like, okay, what would help this situation? Because honestly, I love my job. I love taking care of, of people and, and being there to support and to get, uh, you know, people back to their restored health and well-being and happiness. But I needed that for my own life. Right. And so mm-hmm. I started to try to um, really just brainstorm what how can we help this situation and and help us to get to a better place. So being that it was really just coming home from work and I'm like, I felt like I was coming to another job. I'm coming home, I'm cooking, I'm cleaning, I'm uh, nursing, you know, and when kids are, you know, bump their knee or something, I'm still being a nurse, uh, you know, tutoring, all these things that I felt, you know, they were getting in the way of me actually being able to enjoy my kids, enjoy myself, enjoy my husband. And so, you know, I thought, hmm, what if someone else could come in and do these things for us? You know, like the cooking and the cleaning and the tutoring. And so when I went to try to find, um, when I went to try to find this service where it was just, you know, in one place, just for parents that, that just did not exist, where in the way that I wanted, in, in the mm-hmm. way that I saw, you know, having someone to come in and really cater to our family and be a good match. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically that was where my journey in entrepreneurship began. It's like, okay, if you don't see it, then create it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was, you know, really where I started. I started my first year in um, 2017. And I took that year to really learn about business because nurses don't know business. <laughs> you know, we, mm-hmm. we know how to care, but um, I took that year and I, I got a lot of mentorship and I invested in like business courses. And I really started to learn about, you know, well, what does it actually take to do this? And I got excited um, about in 2018, the end of 2018, I ended up like officially launching, you know, this is, it's here. We are ready to serve. At the same time, that was when I found out that I was pregnant with my, with my third baby. Um, and that really took me down a, a journey of a perinatal depression. So we all hear about postpartum depression and um, 
you know, how that shows up in women after giving birth, but perinatal depression is actually a depression that happens during pregnancy. And um, it was something that I had experienced before, but this was the, the probably the worst and final time because I do not plan on having any more children, but um, it was pretty, it was, it was pretty intense. And so it, at that point, you know, I, I did put my business on, on pause. I had um, clients that, you know, I finished out my contracts and I, and I just put it on pause. And um, after I gave birth, I was fine. I I have not, mm. uh, thankfully, I uh, have not experienced postpartum depression. Um, even with my previous two children, it wasn't something that I had gone through, but I was, you know, okay. Um, and so at this point, you know, I'm like, all right, it's time to get back into business. You know, let's go ahead and, and get this thing started back up to where we left off. And when I did that, I found myself in a space where I'm like trying to run this company. And, and, and at that point I had, you know, I went through the steps of, you know, before I actually really officially went into business, um, I went from, you know, working full-time to down to working part-time. Like I kind of stair-stepped it. Um, as I went more in my business, I would go down with in my nursing. career. Yeah, okay. with nursing. So I went from full-time interest in business to, okay, I'm in this thing and I'm going to go part-time and, yep. you know, and, you know, fund and, and save so that I can really do this thing. And then mm-hmm. I went to um, just PRN, you know, where I actually, you know, and PRN is like as needed. So if you need mm-hmm. me, I will come in um, and, and to like, you know, now this is, this is it. And so at this place, you know, after I'd given birth, it was, you know, I made the decision I'm not going to return and, you know, I'm going to go ahead and and continue on in my business and and bring it on Mm -hmm. back. Well, I started to feel myself, you know, I'm taking on all these responsibilities. I am now at home. And so now in my mind, I have to have all these things done, you know, the cooking, the things that I was trying to get rid of, you know, in the beginning, (laughs) it's like Mm -hmm. the cooking, Mm -hmm. the cleaning, the laundry, the, you know, these things need to be done. The baby who I'm now nursing, I Mm -hmm. I hadn't nursed before uh, with my previous two. So this was a new experience and it was not as, um, it was not the experience that I thought it would be. It was not like, I know what you're talking about. (laughs) It's just like, Oh, you're bonding that, you know, that's what you hear. You're like, Oh, it's this great experience. You're going to connect with your child. And I'm like, I don't want to be near her, you know, get <laughs> her away from yeah. me. She's taking over my life. <laughs> so, um, but it was, it was still a good experience because it definitely tested my strength. Um, and I stuck it out and, and I'm glad that I did. I'm glad that, you know, I was able to connect to the to the fact that I know exactly what's going in my baby because mm-hmm. I ate some green beans today and I had, you know, uh, you know, like some cares, whatever. I know what's going in there. So that mm-hmm. gave me comfort and helped me to get through. Um, and uh, that was good, but I'm, I'm doing these things. Also cloth diapering. That was something I wanted to do. And it was, it was fun. It, honestly, therapeutic for me as I, I like water, you know, I like washing dishes and washing clothes is the other mm-hmm. stuff I don't really like. Um, but then I'm putting my, my business back in like, okay, let's get back into, you know, where it should be. And I found myself, you know, at that point going down 
I'm like, I don't know what's happening to me, but I'm feeling like something like this is not me. And like so overwhelmed, overwhelmed. Okay. I was feeling very overwhelmed and I felt that I shouldn't, I felt that I shouldn't feel overwhelmed because I am a woman, you know, like, of course, I'm able to take care of all these things and these responsibilities. And I, and I guess I forgot, you know, that place that I was in and the reason why I was, you know, actually doing what I was doing. But, it, you know, that was the the mindset that I had at that time. Like, I should definitely be able to handle this. Like, what's going on? And so, so let me ask a question. Yeah. <laughs> had you had you planned on starting this business to help people offload their own um, extra chores and things and uh, responsibilities yes. so that they can focus more on their, you know, their sleep and their family and their healing. Yes. But you weren't doing it for yourself. I wasn't doing it for myself. There you go. Bingo. Oh, no. I wasn't doing it for myself at that point in time because I because I brought on the fact that, oh, since I let go of this job, which I felt that that was what was taking me away from doing, you know, living this life where mm-hmm. I was able to have more joy with my family and, mm-hmm. you know, even growing this business, you know, I, I felt that, oh, that took the place. So I should be able to do all these things, but no, no, <laughs> it was a big fat reality check. And mm-hmm. it was also a confirmation that I was doing what I needed to be doing. And I needed to be doing it for myself, you know? First, yeah. Yes, first. <laughs> put so, the oxygen mask on yourself before you try to put it now on. Now I get it. You know, like, <laughs> you don't know until you're in it, you know, like you're in the plane, mm-hmm. like, yeah, okay, yeah. When you, all right. But yeah, it's absolutely right. Like, I need to put that oxygen mask on. And so I started, um, I'm like, okay, I reached out to my support and I'm like, listen, uh, you know, I'm okay. You know, I'm not depressed. I'm fine, but I'm feeling, you know, I don't know. I'm feeling overwhelmed. And my friend, she says, she's, she's like, uh, well, one, have you talked to your mom friends? She hasn't had her baby yet. And so I'm like, no, you were the first person that messaged me back. And so, and she's a nurse too. So first responders, of course she was going (laughs) to message me back first. And so she's like, okay, She's like, listen, Chris, I think that you need to get organized. And I'm like, get organized. That's get organized. I have like these three kids. I have this husband. I'm taking care of this house. Like, I, okay. All right. So we got off the phone and I'm thinking, you know, initially I'm like laughing and, and then I'm like, you know what? It's really sat with me. I stayed up until like 1130 and I'm a, I try to go to bed earlier, um, mm-hmm. especially at that time with having to get up so many times during the night. Right. Um, and so I'm like, okay, get organized. Fine. I wrote down everything that I did in a day, Mm -hmm. I I felt like that was the start. Like, let me just go ahead and see what I actually do. Mm -hmm. And when I wrote down like my first schedule, you know, like this is how my day goes. Mm -hmm. I could not believe it. I could not Mm -hmm. believe all the things that I was doing every single day. And like the, the list, the, the, everything I wrote down, that was exhausting. It was exhausting to look at. And so really being able to see myself on paper, I said, okay, Mm -hmm. this is why you're overwhelmed. So we got to start making some changes. And the first change that I made was I delegated. Mm -hmm. That was what did you delegate? 
oh my gosh, the things I didn't like to do. So I delegated. um, uh, So with the laundry, I I delegated. So we started creating systems for, you know, just the way that we ran our home. And so like with, even with the kitchen, with the dishes, it's, we ended up having days, you know, like, okay, well you have this day and, you know, when we had, when you have this day in the kitchen, then this person is in the bathroom. You know, I, I started allowing my family to assist me in areas that they were perfectly capable of doing, but because in my mind and in a lot of um, mothers that I meet, it's like, it has to be done a certain way. When I, when I was able to experience it, not being done the way that I wanted it and the feeling that I got from just not having to do it. Oh, you can do anything. You can, okay. I don't care how you fold that cloth. That Something piece of is better cloth. than nothing. Something is better than nothing. And, and oh, if you, if that's the way that you want to fold it, as long as it gets in the drawer, I could care mm-hmm. less because I don't okay. like to do it, you know? Yep. And so um, that was really where we started. And I, and I started making, you know, a schedule. I started making schedules for all of us. So everyone knew, not only did they know what I had to do on a daily basis, because I put it on the, on the refrigerator and I have a, a really nice refrigerator that I, um, we purchased, um, we purchased as our like an anniversary gift or when we got married or something. And, you know, when you have like a nice shiny object, you're like, don't put your, I don't want your art on there. Let's find another place. <laughs> oh no. Let me tell you, the side of my refrigerator is like a, a, a command center. It has like the, mm-hmm. the schedules, the meal plans, like everything, because, you know, it made my life so much easier. And so them knowing, Hey, this is what mommy's doing every day. This is what you're doing. Like, and it coordinated, like all of our schedules, you know, really just matched. It's like, okay, we're all have dinner at this time, but you know, you may be doing this. And it gave me such a relief. It gave me such a relief and really put things in a different perspective in terms of how I could help and how, you know, my company it, it, at that point, it really evolved. Because, you know, everyone has a different situation, right? So this took it from not not only being able to, if you needed to outsource, if you're not able to outsource, you have another way. You have other alternative options. Because You delegate it in your own family. You delegate it in in my own family. In my own family, I was able to create a, a system to where I'm not overwhelmed. They're not overwhelmed because they're not doing everything and I'm not doing everything. And not only that, now you have someone, a a mom who's more joyful, who's has more energy to do the things that you want to do when you want to do them. uh, Because I'm not like, I'm backed up on laundry or I am like, I'm doing all these things. Hello. And so, um, and it helped them to really see when they were able to join in and really help me out. They were able to see, you know, all the things that I was doing on a daily basis, um, especially my husband, my husband, that was a really big one. Um, I ended up, um, I don't know if, if I mentioned this, but the 24 hour mom break. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that was something that came about because I was doing all these things and I'm like, oh my God, uh, I'm tired and I, I need a break. I told my husband, I need a break. I need a 24 hour break. And he looked at me and he's like, okay. He says, I agree with you. 
but I can't do this by myself. I am. I you cannot. had a baby, right? It was a baby. You know, Kaylin, what was she? She may have been like eight months. Maybe she's two now, but she's, she okay. was, she was pretty young. So I was like, I need a break. And so he says, okay. He's like, I agree. And, and you can have it, but I, he's like, I'm going to need some help. I'm just going to be honest with you. And I said, that's fine. I, I, it, as soon as he gave me, that was him saying yes to me, you know? And so mm-hmm. I went and I created a letter and I, I typed up a letter and I sent it out to the people that are in, you know, my immediate, you know, support. And I let them know, like, listen, like very vulnerable. I did not expect motherhood to go this way this time around. Like it is actually a lot for me and I do need some support. And I said that, you know, I really do need a 24 hour break. Marcus is on board. I said, but he does need some support. And so if you're able to pitch in even two hours, you know, to help out, like I need maybe two people for two hours each, which would be four hours that he would get to, you know, have that support. And he agreed to that. He's like, yeah, that he said, mm-hmm. that's pretty much all I need. I can handle the night and everything. And so when I sent it out, when I tell you, I got immediate responses, they signed, nice. I signed, they signed up and they're like, we're there. We like, okay. And I scheduled them to be monthly. And when I went on that break, when I went on my first 24 hour mom break, and I actually went to a hotel. And I came back. He's like, oh, my God, he was able to finally see how much, you know, how demanding it was to kind of get up overnight and just, you know, really cater to this child, not a lot, let, let alone having two other children in a household. Mm-hmm. And um, he helps out so much. But on that level, there's only so much you can do in terms of like when you're not actually the one that's nursing them, um, then you don't you don't really see that side and how draining it is. And so he was like, "Okay, I'm going to start getting her at four o'clock, you know, 4 a.m. And so that you can sleep. So from 4 a.m. to 7, he from then on from that day. And so allowing them to really kind of come in and, and help in that way it allowed them to see like, okay, she's not just here, you know, saying, do these things for no reason. Like this is a mm-hmm. lot. And so, um, I got that time, like from four to seven and it ended up becoming, it ended up transitioning. Like once she was done, uh, cause she wasn't nursing during that time, but I ended up just changed that to like my business hours, like more recently in the last, maybe, right. maybe eight months. or I would say mm-hmm. maybe eight, eight months it's been my business hours from 4 a.m until 7 p.m where I have pretty much uninterrupted time to do what I need to do and so did you say 4 a.m to 7 p.m like you, 4 a.m you work... to oh I'm sorry 4 a.m until 7 a.m so that little okay. three hour block no uh-huh. <laughs> I'm sorry no four. Oh my god that would be nice no <laughs> but 4 a.m. until 7 a.m. became that block of time where he would, you know, he he got um, Kaylin and that was daddy daughter time, you know, and and at first it was a little challenging for her. She's like, what in the world? You know, I don't want to go with daddy. And to the point where like we did it, maybe a, I would say after maybe a month or so, she just started like crawling over. She's like, all right, crawling over to to my husband is like, 
Let's go. Yep. It's 4 a.m. So yep. let's, let's she, go ahead She and understood go. the new routine. She understood did the you, new routine. Did you say that you enlisted these people to help out your husband for those uh, two-hour chunks? Yes. Month, monthly? Did yes. I hear that word? Yes. So oh I so I set it up to where it would be, you know, they could sign up. They could sign up for it on a monthly basis and um, be able to. And, and I offered. And to, it, so it wasn't always like a cash as I let them know, like, I don't necessarily I can't necessarily pay you what you're worth, you know, but, you know, there's other things like if I could offer you you know, at that time, at that time, and, you know, just trying to get back started and, you know, where we were, I offered them like a butter exchange. I'm like, listen, you can get, you know, maybe either gas car, you know, for your time, like, you know, there may be some times where we can actually pay you. Um, but there was like a list that I gave them of things that I had that some, that honestly, that I was already kind of doing, you know, uh-huh. that, you choose know, from for exchange, things. choose from these mm-hmm. things. And I would be glad. And most of them, they're like, honey, no, you don't have to give me anything. And I would still like, you know, give something just because I do appreciate your time. And I don't, you know, expect you to just do it just because like, this is, the, this is your life. This is your time. And I appreciate you. And I want to show that. So um, yeah, that was, that was that. So anyhow, I ended up, you know, that I put those things in place and really the stress just kind of just fell off. And so as a result of that, you know, I started really communicating with mothers who are starting businesses and they're like, I'm so overwhelmed. I'm so stressed out. Mm -hmm. You know, and they're telling me all these things that I used to experience, you know, at this point, because now I'm like, oh yeah, things are going okay. And I'm like, oh my God, I can help you with that. Like I kept, you know, it just kept happening. I just kept attracting mothers. I'm like, I can help you. I can make you this schedule. And I got obsessed Mm -hmm. and and I got obsessed with systems, you know, creating systems for your home, not just for, you know, like your business or like creating systems for your home and your business, but making sure that it actually works for your family. And um, I I created a, a couple of schedules and they were like, oh my God, like I see the difference. And, you know, I would make recommendations, you know, based on their family dynamics to say, oh, well, this kid is this age. Maybe they can help out with this, you know, and maybe, you know, the hubby can help out with this, or maybe, you know, I just, just giving those suggestions and recommendations Mm -hmm. and, and when they would follow them, they're like, oh my God, like, um, you should really be charging for this. And I was like, oh, okay. And so I ended up like, I ended up just testing it out and it, and it's been helping. I mean, it's, it's grown so much in a way that I did like, I did not expect this. I did not expect for, to be in the position where I was helping mothers who are like venturing out into, um, into business, you know, where they need to balance, find that balance between their home life and their business life, which is the same as finding the balance between your work life and and your home life. So really just centered on being able to um, divide your time, which is what balance is. Balance Mm -hmm. is dividing your time, you know, business life. I mean, work-life balance is dividing your time between the different areas of your life. So, okay. So I have a few questions. Yes. Um, When, when someone is more or less, uh, like you transitioned, that was really smart, I think, to do like the full-time to part-time to PRN to I'm out, you know, 
um, you know, a lot of people, when they decide that they're going to start their own business, they might not have like their three to six months right expenses of savings, you know, right. whatever. Right. And so like, I can just, I can just already hear people and feel it, you know, like, oh, it must be nice to be able to afford, you know, to hire someone to cook and clean for you um, and to your kids. And so, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but I like what you're talking about. You're saying barter um, yeah. to Those get to, options. you know, to, to get started. Yeah. To that's get good. started. Yeah. To get started. Yes. And, and that's where, and that's another thing that I focus on, um, especially when I work, because we, you have to start where you are, right? So you don't want to say, if that's something that you desire. So like, just, let's just say, oh man, I see that this is being done. I actually think that this would be beneficial to my family to be able to outsource and have people come in to help. But what do mm-hmm. I have right now? You know, what do I have? And what mm-hmm. is my, my need right now currently as I stare step? Because honestly, so in that time, you know, we just hired a nanny three weeks ago, three okay. weeks ago. So between that time where I did the barter exchange and it went from barter exchange to, okay, now we can afford to actually hire someone, hire a a sitter to come in and help Mm -hmm. us out a little bit. And it's like, you stair step it, you stair step it based on where you are and what you need for your family. And so, Mm -hmm. um, I think that that's one of the the, the things that I love to uh, just open the eyes of, of people who are um, really actually needing this because it's not even mm-hmm. about it being nice and and being um, that someone else has something that you don't. You actually, there's some of these things that is very, it's very beneficial to you becoming the person or the, the, the uh, mother uh, the, the, the friend, the sister, the daughter that you actually want to be, because if you're doing all these things and, and not having it in a way that it makes sense for your, for your family or your life, then it just, it, it hinders you. It prevents mm-hmm. you from being that person. So knowing like, okay, someone else is being able, is able to do this. And that may be beneficial to my family. What do I have to actually get to that? What does it actually take? Because sometimes it's a situation where, you know what, I actually do have the resources, you know, um, I went through, a, I went through a, a review of my resources. So sometimes we're putting our resources into some two things that don't really serve us uh, uh, where we are in this Mm. time and what we need. And so you do, I did a review to see like, okay, I'm putting, you know, expenses and resources into this and I haven't used it in like a year. This could be going to something else that I need right now. Like, you know, like support in my home, you know, so or we're talking support in my canceling, business. Canceling subscriptions or canceling I, something that you're paying for to be able to fund the thing that you have a more immediate need for. That's right. Those are ways to do it. And those are things that we kind of go through and just talk about like, okay, what is the actual need here? Because we want to be careful um, of not necessarily making someone else's needs your needs. And so being able to like really hone in into what is going on here and what do I need to be the best version of me and to operate and 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 not overwhelm because that's my main thing. Like I don't want the overwhelm. Um and I think it's good for me. I have like a I'm like allergic to stress and overwhelm. So when I notice it, you know, I'm like hello, I need help. What do I need to do? Like, so that's why, like, even that I, I am very vocal. You will not catch me in a place where I'm just like by myself being upset. I'm letting you know, listen, 
Mm-hmm. I am stressed. I got to figure this out because I do not like stress. And so I know it's a necessary part of our lives, you know, um, especially when we're going through growth seasons and, and entering into yeah. new um, levels of our lives. But I want to figure out how I can get out of this as quickly as possible. Um, right. So, yeah. Oh, okay. Another thing is you kept saying that you had the support system and you were yes. looking to see who's in your support network. Now, oh, I should probably just address what we had talked about at the very, very beginning. This is not our first time that we've talked. Um, yeah. We actually did try to record this interview a few weeks, three weeks ago. I think you actually were just in the process of like interviewing in, that nanny, yes. like that same day or later that day or something yes. like that. Um, uh, the recording, something went wrong with it. And so we decided, let's just do it again. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're trying the different platform. We're using Zoom instead of Riverside again. Um, this is the third time I'm trying Zoom and we'll see if it, it'll stick. But um, so when we were talking last time, you did mention that you moved to North Carolina. So yes. do you have any family there or is your support network like new people? Yes. So I moved to North Carolina. It's been what? 10, this year will make 10 years that I've been here in North Carolina. So when I moved here, it was me and my two children. So my husband, I met here. Um, So we moved down here and when we came, it was a blank canvas. It was literally Mm -hmm. a blank canvas. Um, I came here because the, the home um, I lived in Akron, Ohio, and it was very stressful. So I had to leave, but um, um, no, but it was honestly, it was a a, a growth move. It was a place where I didn't really see myself and my children really growing to be and and having the opportunities that uh, we could have somewhere else. And so I came here initially and I visited and I was just like blown for away a, for a job. Did you come for I, a job? I actually just came to visit. I visited a friend and I, I stopped in Charlotte and I fell in love with, with Charlotte. I'm like, what oh. is this place? This place is like so cool. I'm moving here. And my, uh, my cousin, he's like, yeah, right. He, he takes me back to the airport. He's like, yeah, I'll see you. And I said, oh, I will see you. And so I went back home and I did what I do best. I saved every dollar for one year. I said, I am leaving. I like, I had made up in my mind. I found something that is so much better than where I am. And I am going for it. Um, You know, it didn't go over well with my family. So anyone out there that's like trying to make a big decision, understand that you have to do this, make the decision based on, you know, what's going to be best and beneficial to your immediate family's needs, (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. um, because it is scary and it's definitely scary for people who love you. So they they don't mean any harm. Trust me. I've been through it. They love you so much, but they, and they, and they're scared. Um, Mm -hmm. but in the end of the, at the end of the day, it was something that I just felt strongly that, you know, this was where I, you know, I need to be here. And so maybe a couple months before I was set to move, I ended up visiting my aunt here in um, Raleigh and I'm, I'm like, okay, it's a little slower pace than Charlotte. Um, but my aunt, my aunt was my dad, is my dad's sister. Um, she, you know, provide a little bit more security in terms of me going and traveling over 500 miles with two kids by myself. It's like, okay, I have someone here that I can really depend on. And mm-hmm. so I made the decision. I switched from Charlotte to Raleigh, which is not too far, um, about two hour drive. So, okay. you know, I switched and I said, okay, I'm going to move to Raleigh instead. And I did. And so I came here and it was just my aunt 
And um, my children, they they had two aunts, three aunts that actually lived here and their grand, their um, paternal grandmother ended up moving here as well. So we started oh. out with a nice little, very small from, you know, according, uh, compared to Akron, like we have a huge family. And when I tell you that I could probably call 50 people, if I had a tire out on the side of the road, then they would all show up. That's how awesome. the support that I have that I came from in Akron. Mm-hmm. So like going from like that to like four people, like we can really yeah. like depend on, it was a big di- change, but the way that I felt the, the, I felt just like I made the right decision. Mm-hmm. I felt like I made the right decision. And how long did it take you to feel like you grew your support network locally until you had those 50 people again? Oh, Do my you goodness. feel like yep. you have that now? Oh, I got it. I've got it. I have yeah. recovered, <laughs> which means now I have 100 people at my 50 here nice. and I still can depend on my family back at home. Yeah. Um, but yes. So what I did um, was I started with our interests, my my family, which I, I call my tribe here, my community that I've built here, my family, um, my extended family. So it started with me uh, with joining a church. So mm-hmm. I joined a church and um, I, I ended up volunteering in the children's ministry. So yep. it was a pretty big church. But when you go yep. into those small groups, then you start to make those connections. So it was church yep. first. I ended up joining um, or enrolling my daughter into a cheer program because she okay. came from a cheer team. And I said, we can find one here. And I mean, the mothers, oh my God, still to this day. She's no longer with the organization because she's 14 now. And okay. so, uh, but still to this day, we will, as mothers, we'll go out and, on an outing together and hang out uh, without the kids. And sometimes we have the kids together and they just form this bond, you know, with, with just this group. So it's like a little mini family of its own. Um, the next, the next section was work. Um, it took me a little while to gain employment when I came down here because I was a new nurse. I was a new grad and they're like, oh, you're great, but you have no experience. So that was kind of tough. I went through my savings and um, that definitely um, hurt. But it as, as soon as I was like, you know, at that place where I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to have to look outside of the city. I'm not going back home. I ended up getting two jobs. I ended up getting two um, nursing jobs. And that was the start of another community that I built with, you know, my mm-hmm. co my colleagues to where literally these, these women um, and these families that I've connected with, they have grown into my, my support, my family. And it, it's, it literally went like that. So we started with nothing mm-hmm. and we grew into this big community. Yeah, we've also experienced moving out of state uh, to a city where we didn't know anybody, and uh, it takes some time. I felt yeah. like it usually took one or two years before I really started That's, to feel like I, I had met yes. my people, mm-hmm. and it was a little different each time. When I originally moved away from Minnesota, I moved into Missouri and immediately was connected into a church. I already knew some of the people because I'd visited, um, and that was just immediate, but those people were you know, young, single, um, maybe newly married with no children. And so everyone kind of had that like time freedom where we could just mm-hmm. like, Hey, let's go meet out, you know, uh, yeah. and let's go to the art walk and, you know, or go 
get coffee. And it was just really spontaneous and easy. When we had kids, when we moved to Illinois, that's when it started to get trickier because then you're like always working around your nap schedules Mm -hmm. and their Mm -hmm. bedtimes and needs. And also, you know, the needs and bedtimes and nap schedules of the other friends and it didn't always align. But, you know, we met people through our, uh, the new church that we started there, but it never had that same like deep connection connection that I felt. I learned to, I met people through our baby wearing group, um, um, league, you know, nursing your babies and stuff. And so when I'd meet new moms who are looking at moving, like I have a sister who's moving across the country, literally as we're recording right now, um, I'm always like, if you can get into like one of those kinds of groups, you might start to find your people, even though they might not be aligned with you in all of these areas, you're going to find something that you connect in and you need, you need that. You Um, need it so bad. And, and it's different every time. So then we moved uh, across the country to Arizona. And at that point I wasn't baby wearing much anymore. I wasn't nursing much anymore. Mm -hmm. I still was, but it wasn't like the big thing that I needed. Yeah. And, but we were putting a kid into kindergarten and you know what? I started you know, some people are like, I don't want to invite the whole class, you know, for a birthday party. And I was like, heck yeah, I want to invite the whole class because <laughs> yeah. I want to get the contact names and numbers information for these other parents. And if I send out this like blanket invitation for mm-hmm. this birthday party, maybe like eight families will actually reply and give me their RSVP and say, yes, we can or cannot make it. Mm-hmm. And then next time I want to do like a play date or something. So I definitely have found my friend community through the parents of the children. Yeah. Um, you know, that my kids are in classes with, and it seems, you know, kind of weird, but I was excited to show up at those birthday parties because that's where I literally had met some of my best people. Yeah. Like that, but that is, that's the thing. It's like, I feel that you, I I feel like you attract and you ended up, you end up getting exactly what you need. So in those groups, you know, it's like, okay, this is what I'm going through in this stage of my life. And so, you know, I need people that can actually communicate about that. Like I need to be able to say, oh, oh, um, my five-year-old, you know, did this. And and they're like, hey, my five-year-old did the same (laughs) thing two days ago. And you're able to know that, okay, it's not just me. My besties right now are the people that I met in the parking lot at the school when we were all late. We were late (laughs) because our kids couldn't put their shoes and socks on or had some sort of meltdown or something went wrong that day. And we're like exhausted parents just like high-fiving ourselves, you know, and each other as we're like seeing the kids in the school. We're like, let's go get coffee. Okay, <laughs> and, and that's that's really like my people that have basically made it through us and with us through the pandemic. You yeah. know, there's always going to be like that superficial relationship that you've met people. They're nice. They're cool. Mm-hmm. You know, your your kids can do stuff together. But like, who are you really going to call? Right. When you um, are having a problem. That's your tribe. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's and it. Every once in a while, you have to be the person that's going to say like we had a new neighbor move in. And um, I said, hey, do you have any? And this is actually during the pandemic. So we're like yelling from each other's driveways, like, or, you know, from my front step to her garage, we're like having this like long distance, like, so the whole neighborhood could hear, but I'm like, Hey, do you have any family or friends in the, you know, in the city? And she was like, well, no, my, my uh, ex-husband is like way up in Phoenix and my, you know, brother lives way over, you know, this neighboring town. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, if you need someone in the middle of the night, you can know that we can be there. If you, oh, you know, so just because I, I have been that new person yep. in the community and it's mm-hmm. like, especially with COVID, like mm-hmm. that's a, that's a whole other thing. Like we, my husband and I have had, had, had a talk, <clears throat> you know, if someone comes to our front door, 
and it's a COVID related thing and they need their kids, you know, taken care of while they go to the hospital or something. Are we going to be the people that would welcome them in even, even with that risk? And, you know, that's a big discussion to have. That is a Um, huge discussion. I I can't even kind of believe that we've had to have that discussion, but um, a woman who had um, a lot of children and her husband was ill, um, she reached out to me and she's like, April, I know you're nervous about this. You know, if you need someone, you can know that we will be there for you. And I was like wow. crying, you know, cause yeah. our family is 30 hours away. Yeah. So, um, and we have hired people in the past, but we don't currently have anyone like that. Um, mm-hmm. we have done babysit, babysitting, swapping. Um, mm-hmm. basically we had a family, they did a play date with us. Mm-hmm. We'd have all of the kids come to our house. The other parents should go off and do a date. And then they'd come back to our house. The kids would be having a big movie night and we'd take off and have our day like two hours each. Yes. Oh my gosh. And that's the sort of thing is like, you know, we didn't necessarily all have enough money to just pay each other to watch uh-huh. each kids. But like we were going to be getting together anyway. Like right. we already were friends. Let's just go ahead and, you know, and that was actually the very last time that I've been alone with my husband in a restaurant mm-hmm. um, was on Valentine's Day. We did our it might've been actually a first and last babysitting swapping thing that we, we planned on doing it like every month and then yeah. it kind of fell apart because of the pandemic. But yeah. um, I loved the concept of that. And that's yeah. definitely a, a starting place. Yes. People that, um, you know, you're going to be hanging out with your kids. I mean, for those, for those, I guess we're talking to parents today, right? Mm-hmm. Your, yeah, your business is parenting based. Yeah. So I know that not everybody that works from home is a parent and they probably yeah. already checked out on this <laughs> episode, but um, definitely. And I guess it can go for other things too. Like if you have a skill set that you could mm-hmm. offer to someone, um, that you would already be happy to do, or it would actually be fun for you to do. Yeah. You might really bless someone. Um, actually my same friends, my tribe people that I met in our parking lot, um, we had some car repairs that needed to be done mm-hmm. and we were able to pay for some of them, but not necessarily all of them at once. Wow. And they're like, Oh my goodness. I, and it was a mom friend. It was funny because it was like the mom friend, and the other mom friend, her, her significant other. So it was like a guy and a gal, but they weren't the, each other's partner. Okay, they were like okay. fixed in our car. Like and we just all were jamming and it was fun. Um, it was fun for them to get together and like dig around in my car. Apparently they said it was at least. Um, and, and then, you know, I've, I've helped cart their kids around or they've helped right. cart my kids around and we kind of give and take. Yes. So, that's literally that's what it's all about and um it's funny that you mentioned that because we do something similar with we have a family um our family actually a set of cousins who our children we both have three children and we get together we actually do this through travel like we are we are huge travelers so this is another another thing whether you are a parent or not um you literally did do things that align with the, with what you want in life, I guess. Mm -hmm. So me and my husband, we actually invested in a timeshare maybe six years ago, six years ago. And so, because we love to travel and it, it ended up, you know, instead of saying, Oh, a timeshare that's, that could never be something that we can, it was very reasonable. It was just like another bill, you know, and we Mm -hmm. got one that was within our means. And so now we have access to like, uh, you know, timeshares across the country, like resorts that are across the the globe, actually. And so we use the timeshare and we get together with our family 
and we take a, we take like maybe five days. And so the first day we are with each other, we're like having family time and we're, we're like just enjoying each other. Maybe it's a place that has something to offer outside of, you know, the resort and, you know, we just, we enjoy each other. And so then the next two days, so you get two days and then we get two days and we're actually able to do whatever we want to do. We, we can either, you know, if we need to work in our business, like, you know, for an extended period of time, or we just need to have time to enjoy each other. We really go with the flow. We don't have any kind of like, you know, we usually don't go on in with any plans. We just go with, okay, what do we need to do on this two days where we do not have to worry about kids? And you can, like the kids love it. They're like, when are Mm -hmm. we going to see them again? When are we going (laughs) to like, so everyone's happy. Like we're happy because, you know, we're, we're getting, we're being able to actually spend time with our little cousins Mm -hmm. and actually, you know, give them a break and vice versa. Like everyone is just like, just, it's a need. It's a need that has been filled. So you just have to be creative. You know, Mm -hmm. this is something that you can do. Like it, it doesn't necessarily mean that you know, because someone else is doing it, that it can happen for you or that it's supposed to happen for you. You, It's really about being intentional about what is it that I need in my life right now? And how do I get it with the resources that I have? And that's really where I spend my time um, just trying to just help moms to see, you know, you can, Mm -hmm. you can actually, you're a little closer to this life that you actually want to have than you think. It's just about making some adjustments and some changes and really identifying what you want, because sometimes we don't even stop to think about, well, what do I actually want? You know? <laughs> yeah. So right now you are working from home, mm-hmm. obviously, otherwise I probably wouldn't have invited you to be yeah. on the podcast, <laughs> um, but what about your, your spouse? What does he do? Okay. What is he up to? So my hubby, he actually works in corporate. He works for a major healthcare uh, company. He is an engineer and so he works for, he works from home. So yeah. having that balance between now, you know, the both of us were at home and we're at home with the kids now because of the pandemic has been definitely an adjustment as well. Um, uh, making sure that, you know, we're able to, cause it's a lot more work. Like we become teachers, you know, kudos to the teachers. If there's a teacher listening, we love you. I love my family. (laughs) We have debates about, you know, how much a teacher should actually start at. I am like at least six figures, hands down, because (laughs) teachers just do so much, you know, and coming into this experience, it it just highlighted even, even more, you know, how much our our teachers um, and they need, they need that support. But just in our household, just having to kind of change things the way that we go. So it's like, you know, we created these systems and everything was good. Now we're here with the p- pandemic. So now we have to make a few more changes to make right? sure that we are still maintaining that, that balance within our home. Um, was he always working from home or is that something that you guys decided on after you started working from home as well? So he did like a, um, he's always done a little bit of a hybrid. So mm-hmm. in his um, line of work, he's had like where he goes into the office, um, half the time he's had shifts uh, at other companies where he worked from home from like, what was it like 3am or it was like 3am until 
maybe 8 a.m. or something. And then he went to the office from 8 to 12. It, it, was, a, it was a weird wow. shift. It did uh-huh. work for our family. You know, we it, I felt like I got to see him a little bit more. Um, mm-hmm. But also you have to go to bed super early to, to be on that type of schedule. And which so you now, understand. Which I understand completely. Um, and so now he's in a space where he, due to the pandemic, they he had to uh, kind of work from home. But yeah. even prior to that, I think it was like... Um, a couple days, maybe two days where he would work from home. And then the other days he would work in the office. So he's always had like that type of flexibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And do you keep the kids in the home all the time now? You've got the nanny. Yes, they still, yes, they still stay. Um, they're on virtual learning. So we have the nanny who helps out with virtual learning now. Good, sometimes. Good. Um, yeah. 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 And it's part-time. Yeah. And it's part-time too. So that's where we're starting. You know, we went from, you know, okay, we're going to try to figure this out in the house to, okay, we can, Mm -hmm. we can afford to hire a sitter a couple of days out of the week to now we're like, okay, we can afford to hire a nanny that can maybe help out a little bit more with the household um, duties, you know, and it's Mm -hmm. stair-stepping, just knowing, okay, what is it actually going to take? We have the numbers to, for a full-time nanny. And when we reach that point, then that's what we plan to do. Um, but it's just really all about just being honest with yourself, knowing what you need and doing the upfront work to kind of just figure out, okay, what do I need to do in order to get the things that I, that will make my home run a little smoother. And what business. things have you outsourced at this point? Okay. Uh, oh, so I've outsourced, uh, we have a chef. So let me tell, and again, same system applied stair step I am praying that (laughs) we will be able to bring her on full time you know at some point that is definitely in the plans um but we started with uh snacks we started with snacks it is it is very reasonable and if you think about it I know it sounds it may sound silly but if one um meal prep is something that I don't enjoy meal planning I can do that meal prep Mm -hmm. I don't like to do that. And so um, that was a, a very, it was frustrating to me. So that is more of a need to me than, you know, even, even uh, like cleaning, like a cleaning person, like that's like the last hire that I will hire because I actually do enjoy some oh, cleaning. It's just like, that's if my I, first. yeah, see, <laughs> and, and that's, that's my thing. It's like, okay. So for you, it would be, okay, we're outsourcing cleaning and, you know, I'll cook for me. It's like, I'm outsourcing, you know, cooking and I'll clean. And so, Mm -hmm. um, but we started out with snacks because yeah, think about it. It's like, I have little children, I have younger children who eat a lot. So you have not only breakfast, but you have lunch and then you have dinner. Then you have those Mm -hmm. two snacks in between. It's like, they're always hungry. And so Mm -hmm. I felt that, you know, and it's easy to say, okay, we're just going to meal prep on the weekend. But that also takes time away from me. I need time to, I desire to have time to enjoy. And so I want to make sure that I am taking off things that I don't really enjoy as much as possible is, you know, things that I don't enjoy. And it it doesn't make sense for me to do it. If I don't enjoy it, there's certain things that I have to do like in my business that I may not enjoy, but it's like, you have to do it because this is, you know, something that someone else may not be able to do. Um, and, but for this particular thing, it's like, I don't have to make snacks. I, I don't have to make snacks. No one in this house has to make snacks because there's a chef 
who is willing and and is wanting to help our family and make mm-hmm. the snacks for us. And the reason the reason why we did that is because um, my son. He is autistic. He's autistic. He's nonverbal. And he has a lot of food sensitivities, newly okay. diagnosed food sensitivities. Oh. And I found myself, you know, preparing these plans, you know, making, I make meal plans. That was another system that I had integrated into our home that I, right. I realized it was taking a lot of mental space with me just mm-hmm. trying to figure out what are we going to cook today? You know, and it's like, no, we're going to go ahead and plan this out. It helped us bring down our grocery bill because I wasn't just going getting anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but once I did that and I, and I got these uh, menus and um, together and it changed because of his food sensitivities twice. And I said, no more. So we're going to go ahead and start with outsourcing the snacks for the kids. And then we'll work our way up. We'll probably start with getting her on full time for him because it's very complicated trying to make sure that we don't give him um, any of the ingredients and coordinating it. Because one thing I don't want is for us to eat something that he has a totally different meal. So I try to prepare meals that, you know, even if we're not eating, like he may have quinoa, we have rice. Mm -hmm. That's not so drastic, you know, that Mm -hmm. it makes a difference. So um, those are, those are things that I like outsource that the nanny. Um, what have I outsourced? What else have I outsourced? Anything that's related to like outdoor work or anything like that? So, well, I, so I started a, a garden. We definitely outsourced like the landscaping. We've been doing that since day one. That was one okay. thing when my husband uh, and I, I said, listen, I don't cut grass. <laughs> I want the grass cut, you know, and he's like, yeah, I don't cut grass. So we're going to get someone to do it. It's like, okay, cool. We're on the same page, you know? Uh, And he does a phenomenal job for, um, he's been working with our family for since, since, you know, we've had a home. So, um, and he traveled with us when we we moved into the home that we built in. Oh, good. So yeah, that's something, but I started a garden. Um, I, I, uh, hired a garden coach who is a family garden coach. She she specializes in helping families grow kitchen gardens. And so, nice. oh my gosh, I, I wish that you could see it's it's starting um, to blossom. I, I started oh. two in my home and it failed, you know? And so then I ended up, you know, trying again. I said, I'm going to get this and just to see it, you know, blossoming. And I, my hope is because we have like 32 different um, we were able to plant like 32 different vegetables. Uh, my hope is that the next time around that I'll be able to actually integrate it into my meal plan to where we're using our food from our garden and, you know, limiting, bringing down our grocery bill, you know? Mm-hmm. So those are all the the wild and crazy things that I do kind of to maintain the balance and, and putting the energy in the areas that really that bring me more, bring me more joy. I, I don't want to spend a lot of time doing things that don't add value to my life or my children or my husband or the people that, you know, I, I communicate with on a daily basis. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's important to me to just enjoy my time here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a paradigm switch. I'm sure for a lot of people, um, to, to really think about, you know, getting out of the mundane, um, but definitely would take a support system especially to get started. Uh, Krishna, how can people find out more about what you're doing? 
Oh my Are goodness. you working with people only locally or do you work with people internationally? I work with, I, so I do, I do work with people internationally. Um, I work from work with people all over. So you can find more information about me on at chrisnagaiton.com. And also I'm on, I'm on social media. I'm on Facebook and Instagram, mostly on Instagram. That's where we have like mommy uh, Monday mom chats. And so um, at 1230, we won't have it this coming um uh, during Memorial Day week, we won't have it then. Right. But yeah, we come on and we have a live lesson where you can kind of interact and, and talk to me. And we have a lesson just kind of just relating to um, rate balancing business and family. Um, and I do a lot of a lot of lives there. So that's where okay. you would get that interaction. Now, I also send out a, a newsletter where I think that the moms get the most value is um, on a, a monthly basis, I send out resources that will help you to like balance business and family. A lot of them are just things that you don't necessarily think about. I've sent out like revenue calculators. I've sent out that were free. Um, I sent out um, planners like and and the moms just really enjoy. So if that's something that you are like, you're looking for some strategic um, tools and resources on balancing business and family, you want to uh, go ahead and join that newsletter, which is on my website. As soon as you get on my website, spell it's right at the your, very top. Spell and, out your website. Yes, it's K R I S N A and G U Y T O N. So K R I S N A G U Y T O N dot com. So Chris Nagaiton dot com. Okay. Or thank you. You can text 22828. It's time for mom, and you'll automatically be added to the list. Oh, that's that's fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, Krista, I know that you are trying to get out to an appointment. She is looking for a venue for a live event uh, yes. coming up in August. So, so uh, we're going to let you go. But uh, any final words before you do have to run out the door here? Yes. I want to say that first off, thank you, April. I love what you're doing here. Thank you so much for having me on to um, speak to your audience, whether you're a mom or you're not a mom. Thank you for tuning in. And um, I just want to say that if you are thinking about working from home or thinking about, you know, um, going into entrepreneurship or, or you're having some um, questions about balancing both of those worlds, worlds I just want to give you some advice. One, do it. That, that, like literally just, just do it because you won't know. You won't know if you don't try. That's number one. Number two, get you a support system and, and think about, um, don't think about the the support that you have right now. Really expand your mind. Expand your mind when it comes to support. Kind of like April said, you know, she had communicated and and found that community through the parking lot. You know, and there's so many different ways that you can find the support that you need and thinking about the support that you actually need. You need those outlets to just be able to say, hey, I'm having a rough day, you know, so use your support. Um, and lastly, just don't be afraid to reach out for don't be afraid to reach out for help and, and let people yeah. know what you need. Uh, do you have a podcast? Not yet, but it is something that I am working on. It's something that I have, um, I've decided 
that I am going to go for. And so I'm telling <laughs> you guys, just do it. And yeah. so at this point, I decided I am going to go for it. It is called the 24 hour mom break. I will, I will broadcast it. It will probably go out to my email list first. And okay. it's really going to be based on, you know, my journey and the ups and downs, because I know a lot of times we share, um, especially in entrepreneurship, it, that you share the great parts. And it's like, oh yeah, I did this. And I was able to help these people, but there's so much that goes on like behind the scenes. And I want to be able to share that so that when, you know, people are going into this arena that they don't think that it's just them or that they're lousy or they're not doing a great job or that what they are trying to do is not worth it. So I want to show just like my journey from, you know, just going and and the ups and downs, the wave. So that is what the 24 hour Mm -hmm. mom break will be about. And that's about, um, that's also going back to when you said, I'm going to, I need 24 hours to take a break. 24 and hours. Gonna do we're going to take every month. We're going to take this 24 hour. This, it's going to be the 24 minute mom break. So we're going to take 24 minutes and just like, you know, let it all out. Oh. Like, listen, this is the truth. <laughs> this is the great moments. This is the, the moments that were not so great. But when out of those moments that were not so great blossomed into those great moments. So just that journey of balancing, you know, from motherhood through entrepreneurship and uh, that's what, yeah, it's, it's outlined, it's ready to go. The next step is like record. <laughs> right. Okay, good. So be on the lookout for this yeah. podcast. Come Join the soon. list. Join the All list. Right. Join the email list. <laughs> and uh, so the, and is, does this have anything to do with the coaching program that you also have, or is that separate? So in terms of the, the email list or the, so the coaching program is the coaching program is separate. So I do do, I do offer one-to-one coaching. So that is for mothers, a mom who is, you know, in, in her business or entering in her business, it may be a side business and she's wanting to like really uh, find that balance between whether she's working a nine to five and you have a business and you have children and you want to, it's like kind of crazy. You're thinking that it's not possible. I am, please do not give up without talking to me. That is literally where I come in to say, wait a minute. It's not, it, it, it may not be over. Let's go ahead and see what's going on and see how we can give you that time so that you're not overwhelmed with, you know, your job and running a business and um, raising your family. Like there's things and systems that we can put in place based on where you are, the resources that you have and what you need for your individual family. That's where I come in and I kind of help to kind of, you know, get uh, get you a routine that is going to allow for you and not only in your family and, and put systems in place for your family, but also put systems in place for your business so that you're actually meeting the goals that you set. Because a lot of times that's another thing we don't really speak about. You, you may have your business and at this stage you may be doing things, but it's not necessarily the timing. Like it's important the time that you do certain things in your business because you have a lot more energy and brain power at certain times. And so being able to pinpoint, you know, the time that you should do this specific task for to actually reach the goal that you are looking for, um, that's super important. And so that's something that I help my, my moms with in the one-to-one coaching program. Excellent. Well, thank you, Krizna. This has been Abram Malone with Krizna Guyton, and we'll see you next time. Thank you so much, Krizna. We'll see you soon. Thank you. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye.